Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Saturday, June the 24th. Our reading this morning continues in St. Paul's letter to the First Thessalonians. This reading is from First Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 9 through 12. First Thessalonians 4, 9 through 12. Recently, I had the occasion to speak to this uh, couple who were in their mid, perhaps a little later, 60s. And uh, they were uh, bemoaning to me the fact that their uh, adult son, uh, in his uh, probably late 20s, maybe early 30s, or a little bit older than that even, uh, was living at home, paying no rent, and not working and really had no desire to work, but was eating three meals a day, etc., from them. And the mother was bemoaning the fact that she had given them everything. The father was kind of shaking his head and saying they don't know what to do with him. Uh, he simply doesn't want to work, and so on. And so I asked them uh, if they were uh, comfortable uh, and known to be shoplifters. And they said, we're, we're, we're not shoplifters. We've never stolen anything from a store. I said, you are shoplifting. They said, well, what do you mean we're shoplifters? What does that have to do with anything? I said, what is a shoplifter? He said, well, a shoplifter is somebody who takes what doesn't belong to them. I said, well, that's exactly what you've done. You have robbed your son's sense of responsibility. You have robbed him of growing into maturity. You told him, you told me, you gave him everything. You gave him everything and took everything. So naturally, he's at home, three meals a day, no rent, and not working. And you're frustrated, and he's very happy. He's very satisfied. He has no incentive to work. He has no need to work, because everything is taken care for him. You have become the government. You are doing what the government now wants to do for so many people. All your needs are taken care of, and you don't have to work. No sense of responsibility or duty. I said, you're shoplifting. You're taking what doesn't belong to you. His maturity belongs to him. His sense of responsibility belongs to him. His duty belongs to him. But you have put it in your bag and checked out of the store without paying for it. Then he's not paying for it. He may pay later in life, but right now, it's all tax-free. I, I said, and he said, well, well, well we, we don't know, we just don't know what, what to do. I said, well, first of all, 
My suggestion to you is pack his bags and his belongings and put them on the front step and tell him, sorry, the free ticket is over. But what you have to stop doing, it's not what you what more to do, it's what to stop doing. Stop keeping him in his state of paralysis. He's a cripple. He has no skills. He has no desire to acquire them. And what skills he has, he has no need to use them. In your shopping bag are all of those things because you provided everything for him. And now you want him to go cold turkey. Yes, it's exactly what, what happens. And so many people do that. They're shoplifters. They take what doesn't belong to them. Some people walk around taking everyone's problems, everyone's issues and concerns, and they shove them all into their bag, and they worry and wonder what they're going to do. It's very simple. Do nothing. Empty your bag. Get rid of it. It doesn't belong to you. Now, that sounds harsh. Oh, my goodness, especially today. Not in previous times. And in previous generations, how did this mother and father get to be to the point where they could retire, have a nice home, etc.? Because they worked all their life, all their working life. They worked and saved. They lived responsibly. And so they thought giving their son a better life was doing everything for, for him. It was the worst thing they've ever done toward him because they have made him a cripple. He's an invalid. He's physically capable. He's mentally capable. He has nothing. He's not impaired, but he's a cripple. He's a paraplegic in the soul and in the spirit. St. Paul, in his letter to the first Thessalonians, he says this, he said, make it a point of honor to remain at peace and attend to your own affairs. Attend to your own affairs. Do not be a busybody. Do not be a gossip. Don't hang around the water cooler or over the back fence or the clothesline. I probably don't have clotheslines anymore. Get off the phone. Stop dealing with the latest uh, rumor. And you'll find that you will be at peace. Uh, make it a point of honor to remain at peace and attend to your own affairs. So many people are upset and worried and anxious. And when you go through what makes them worried and anxious, it has precious little to do with anything that belongs to them. It's somebody else's stuff. They've taken it and shoved it into their bag and off they go. Shoplifting. It's the worst kind of shoplifting. And so Paul goes on and he says, we've made it a point 
This is what he says in chapter 3. We're in chapter 4, but go back to chapter 3. And he says, we made it a rule among you, among the Thessalonians, that he who does not work does not eat. Oh, my goodness. No, that's exactly. If you don't, if you don't work, you don't eat. You can do something. Pick up that, take care of that. Some, something. As a sense of, it also deals with your dignity as a person, your self-respect, your sense of accomplishment. You can do something. You don't have to do everything, but you can do some things. And Paul goes on and he says, work with your hands as we directed you to do so so that you will give good example to outsiders and want for nothing. Work with your hands. That's one of the great rules of St. Benedict for his monks in the Benedictine rule of Benedict. There is manual labor, prayer and work, work and prayer. And that's very important. You know, Previous generations, the young ones growing up, did the chores with their father, had their own chores to do, and their allowance was predicated on the accomplishment of their work. Did you put out the garbage? Did you clean the front lawn? Did you pick up the trash? Did you wash the dishes? Did you run the errands? Did you do those things? to give them a sense. And did you save? Not how much did you earn, how much did you save? I know some people, they earn $4,000 a month, if you can believe that. And they spend seven. They get a raise and they make 8,000 a month. They spend 12. And that doesn't seem to bother them and they don't seem to understand why uh, they're working and uh, have nothing to show for it. You do have something to show for it. All the stuff that you wasted your money on out of your wants and not your needs. And you didn't save. We're a nation of spenders, but not of savers. So then we are dependent upon others. Unfairly. And Paul says, so that you give good example to outsiders and want for nothing. Now, we're not talking about if you're incapacitated mentally or physically. We're not talking about that. People immediately want to say that. Oh, you're so heartless. What is heartless about asking people as a dignified human being, to work and contribute. What is really lacking in compassion is to make someone cripple like this uh, boy, this man. I want to say he's a boy. And who enabled that? The parents. And they continue to enable it. Well, are they at peace? No. Are they worried and upset? Yes. But all of that is because of their shoplifting. 
Let us today not be busybodies. Let us not put into our shopping bag things that do not belong to us. We are not doing people a favor. We're not being compassionate, Christian, kind, loving, following Jesus. Not doing any of that stuff. It's just the opposite. That's sentimental nonsense. And it's dangerous. We ask people to contribute. To grant them a sense of dignity and self-respect and worth. St. Paul and his companions labored and worked to the point of being martyred for the work that was given them by our Lord and Savior. And so what they are laying down is very compassionate, very Christian, and very Christ-like. So let us today not be busybodies. Let us today not become involved in the business of others, but attend to our own affairs, and then we shall know peace. We shall know peace. God bless you.